I'm Maria Schwartz, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. We're talking about 2K20. Finally, the WNBA is in it, but it's not all perfect. show please consider joining our patreon community for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w speaking of the w finally the WNBA is in 2k the premier uh artificial virtual basketball gaming game uh but it's not all perfect and uh i'm joined by matt ellen tuck uh formerly of sp nation or how do i I introduce you now man i don't don't know what to say I i don't think i even know the answer to that question i'm matt I'm Matt. <laughs> Just Matt. Um, well, Matt, uh, if you haven't already, uh, tell people, well, I know you haven't on this pod, but if the listeners haven't already subscribed uh, to your newsletter, why don't you tell them about what you're doing with your newsletter and how they can find it? Uh, yes. Thanks for the plug. Um, I am furloughed at SB Nation for the next three months at least. So I launched my own Substack as the laid off slash furloughed journalists do. Um, you can find it at mellentuck.substack.com. It is free right now. So I don't know. Why not throw your email on there? It'll make me real happy. And uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty much a lot of what I did at SB Nation, just on a different platform. That's awesome. Well, l- let's hop into it. I, I noticed uh, you did one of your, your Substacks or newsletters or whatever the hell they call it. I'm I'm too old to know. But uh, you talked about 2K and a little background on it. Uh, the WNBA was incorporated into NBA Live in 2019, I believe. Um, NBA Live, not as big a deal as 2K. Maybe you can speak to that a little bit. But there's a lot of issues. Obviously, the, it's an amazing step forward. It's something that uh, WNBA fans, people who like basketball, people who like gaming have been clamoring for for a while now and we finally got it so yes let's champion that let's you know raise the roof for 2k finally putting this uh in the game but we can't just be content we can't just sit here and say oh you know they gave it to us like if you remember uh nba street back in the day they i don't think they had WNBA players on it but you could be like uh like 3lw or like tlc or something like that um and that was great and all but we want to, you know, keep voicing our concern, keep voicing that we want more, because if we don't, we will not get it. You're not going to just get things you don't ask for. Um, so talk to me a little bit about uh, 2K20. Uh, yeah, I mean, 2K20 came out, you know, I guess we're closing in on a full year ago, um, not too far off. And uh, I reported on it a lot from the beginning because I was super excited because I play, you know, I'm not a huge video game person but 2k is the one game i buy every year uh so i was super excited the w's in it and i was so pumped up that i even you know 2k gave me a copy early and i got to play it with uh, aerial powers of the mystics uh i think the day before it launched which was great uh it was a lot of fun but you know as i kept playing it i kind of lost interest because it doesn't have a ton to it it's sort of like uh you know, kind of like, just like a bare bones version of uh, what we get on the the men's side of 2K. 
there's not much depth to it. It's you get the play now mode, you get a single season player mode, but there is no like dynasty or GM building that makes the NBA side of it so much fun because you can sort of explore into the future and make trades and make draft picks and see what a team looks like down the line. Uh, and you don't get that. And there's no online option for the WNBA. So if me and you already wanted to play against each other, we'd have to be in the same house to do it. Uh, so that kind of stinks because we obviously can't do that now. And I think just as I was sitting here, like playing it on the couch, because uh, there's nothing much else to do, uh, you know, I was realizing exactly how limited uh, the options in the mode are, which is super disappointing because right now I'm craving WNBA and I want to get as close to the action as I can. And naturally I float to 2K because it's, you know, the premier basketball video game, but I just, I'm not getting that. Yeah, it, it's, I, so my story for this is I haven't played 2K in years, but I don't even have the right gaming console to play this. But my cousin, who we uh, who happens to live next door to me in the same apartment building, don't shame me for you know having a quarantine buddy. But uh, he has the PS4, and so I went out, bought well, didn't go out. I ordered online a new controller and the game just so I could play it because I was so hyped. Because throughout all my fandom and all my reporting and everything, all I've ever wanted to do is pretend I'm in the WNBA, you know, play with those players, be Simone Augustus and drop 35, which by the way, I did in the first game that I played. Um, But kind of to what you were talking about, um, you know, I got into the game and I start playing it. And at first you're just like, finally, like, excuse my language, but fuck yes. Like, finally we can do this. It's amazing. And then you start to really notice the things that I think you're talking about that kind of start to frustrate you. The coaches, uh, you know, Cheryl Reeve, looks a lot different than Cheryl Reeve looks the there's like random people and you're like who who is that they don't even resemble and and for me the the thing that I noticed first was the likeness of the characters while much better and much more realistic than we have seen in NBA uh, NBA live 2019 I think that was like a huge thing that uh there was a lot of blowback on the player's likeness wasn't even really there and when you go in and you play that season mode, for instance, I'm not going to shy away from this. I started a season as the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, we all know I'm from Minnesota, so I, I had to do it for my first season. And Minnesota has a point guard problem. So what did I do? I went over and I shipped Odyssey Sims to, to D.C. for Natasha Cloud. because She's a, a great point guard. My season's going great, but that is not realistic. And, and to have those aspects that aren't realistic kind of takes away from the fun of it. Um, what's something else that kind of bothered you that you'd like to see changed? Uh, I think I said it before. I would love to be able to play single player online against somebody. I think that's just a great way to get to know teams a lot better. And even if two people who don't know the WNBA too well start playing two teams against each other, they get to know the depth of the roster. And, you know, inside jokes and knowledge just come from playing video games like that, which makes it a lot more interesting to want to turn on the TV when the actual game is happening. Uh, the GM mode really just lacks depth. I think that hurts. I don't like that I can't uh, create draft classes or import draft classes. So once my 2019 season is over, I would love to play a 2020 season with Sabrina Ionescu, but uh, you can't. And that was a lot of fun in the old games uh, for NBA because we, I mean, we had been waiting for Zion Williamson to come to the league for so long, right? And you could 
stock up draft picks. So then eventually once you got to the 2020 season, you could play with Zion Williamson, even though you're, he was, you know, 15 years old at the time. Uh, That's real. I did not. So I, like I said, I, uh, you're obviously much more educated on 2k than me. That's really cool that they were able to do that. So they go that in depth. It's all player made. So they don't, they can't actually make Zion Williamson before he went to the NBA, but fans would. So you could import, you know, there'd be some crazy nerd that would sit there for hours, I'm sure, making all the top 2019 and 2020 NBA draft picks, and you could then import that class. So when you simulated far enough in your game and you got up to 2020, Zion Williamson would be in the draft. It wouldn't, you know, be the exact Zion Williamson. It would be somebody that someone who you don't even know made, but at least it was something and it was cool. And it would give you a reason to keep playing over and over again because you were waiting until you got to the point where your team was completely stacked with all the crazy number one draft picks you could possibly load up. And I think that's, you know, that's something that would be really cool on the W side because I would love to tank for a little bit and load up with Sabrina and Paige in New York, right? Like, that'd be dope. That'd be ridiculous. That, that It's funny because when you were talking about importing draft classes, I kept thinking back to, like, the last time I was actually playing video games enough where in Madden you could use the NCAA football game and and like take the draft class from your season in NCAA and import it into Madden. And I thought that was the most amazing thing. I mean, this is next level. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love for them to be able to do this. Another thing that I noticed that I did like, but there was also a lot of uh, questionable aspects of it, was they did have a good amount of commentary. I, I want to give them credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. The commentary on points really hit it on the head. Um, but how do you feel about the commentary during the gameplay? You know, was it accurate? Was it, were there holes? Uh, what, what did you, what did you recognize? I don't, I don't know if I thought too much about it. I, I guess that means that maybe nothing was too, too glaring then. Uh, I was, I was, you know, I was doing some reporting early on it and I kind of assumed that they would have brought in uh, Holly Rowe or Rebecca Lobo or Ryan Rucco. And I don't think they asked any of those people to be in the game based on reporting I did from a couple of months ago. So I am curious to see if they actually decide. I don't even know who it is who's speaking for the WNBA broadcast, but I was fake people. I'm pretty sure like something Brian Schwartz and something, something. Yeah. I was surprised that they didn't bring in the, the names that we and the voices that we know. Um, so I hope they do, they that. do that on the men's side. Uh, yeah, they're recognizable voices. I mean, I think they had Bill Simmons even. I don't remember if it was this one or the last one. Uh, Doris Burke is in it. Uh, David Aldridge is in it. So yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to have um, have that on the women's side. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. Well, well, talk to me about the the contract system and and how that could be done because I I yeah. think there's an element where like I completely agree with you, but I also see the giant hurdle of the W being so, and people have argued me on this before just, and I'm curious your thoughts on a 2k level versus a reality level. of Do you find that the NBA is more forthcoming with information on salaries than the W is or, cause I, I used to always think that the NBA was like an open book and the W was a closed book. And then everyone was like, no, it's, they're pretty similar. So I'm, I'm curious your thoughts. Well, I don't, I don't know legally who provides what and how information is given for this game. So I can't speak to totality on what should and shouldn't be done. But 
like the reporting is out there. I don't know if the if two K needs a certain contract with the W to be able to use it, but like we all know that High Post Toots has all of these stats, all of the uh, contracts logged. That's what a lot of us use, and Spot Rack has now started importing uh, those High Post Toots hoop salaries, and that's kind of the database that everyone uses. So the numbers are there. Uh, even if they can't use specific dollar amounts, because I don't know if they have to get an explicit agreement from the WNBA to use it or not, you would think that they can incorporate some other system, right? Like, even if it's not the exact dollars that that player made, just some system where Diana Taurasi is worth more than a bench player, even if it's not exact, mm-hmm. would make, mm-hmm. you know, it'd still make it worth it. Uh, and it would make the gameplay feel better and smoother and more realistic, even if we're not getting the exact numbers. I don't know if the exact numbers really, really matter as long as it's at some scale that players can like have fun and make it feel like a real GM mode. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. Um, Talk to me a little bit about whether or not you're able to make a female basketball player um, for any, any of the the settings. Yeah, you aren't. There is no, there's no such thing, which is um, disappointing too. And it's not just this game. I think, uh, players have been asking for that for a long time. Like we even hear, uh, like Ariel Powers from the Mystics does uh, her whole Twitch stream a bunch of times. She's playing two K and she's playing as a dude because that's your that's her only option. And she's nasty at the game, but wouldn't it be it? It, it just you just a, a woman professional basketball player should be able to make herself in the professional basketball game. Oh, I, I completely agree. Uh, speaking of her, uh, why don't you recap us with uh, who won that game when you played her? Uh, the thing is, I don't remember. I don't think it happened. Oh yeah, no. I, I think the uh, it's one of those classic. Uh, the the PlayStation went out right before the game was over, yeah. right? And it was, it was, it was a back and forth game. The tweets were all made up. And if you kick my ass, she's she's a very good video game player. So I and and the the other cool thing that having two K has done with obviously during this pandemic time, um, we're in a situation where we can't play live sports. But what we have seen is. Speaking of the Mystics, the Mystics are doing virtual games, virtual simulations of a variety of games, which I think is a cool element uh, that you can do. Granted, I do wish uh, the celebrations were a little bit more focused on the W. Like they looked at what Diana Taurasi does. You know, um, one of the things uh, this this leads into another thing that I would like to see from them. But like, for instance, the uh, Cynthia Cooper raised the roof. I would love to see them incorporate celebrations that really fit into who these players are. Speaking of Cynthia Cooper, I would also love for them to give us a couple throwbacks. Give us the comments, you know, give yeah. us the shock. Give us, you know, uh, there's so many we, we've been hearing in the news so often recently of, you know, Becky and Rebecca Lobo and like all these players who have gotten into the limelight who were WNBA legends. We want to play as them, you know. Give me, give me an all WNBA team for from the first ten years, like first decade, second decade, whatever it is. I would, I think that that's got to be on the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, I think that that should be added too, and it's another. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to describe it or understate it, but video games are a big teacher. At least they have been for me, and I know that they have been for other people. In that, you play a video game, and then you start to understand oh, a player is good at this or bad at this, or a GM is in this situation, or, oh, this is how the CBA operates. I had no idea you could or could not do this. And 
that's been like a huge teaching point for me, especially like I don't really follow the NFL or the MLB as well as I do basketball. But if I can pick up a Madden or MLB to show game, then I understand which players are good, which players aren't, which players are on this salary, what their tendencies are, what makes them who they are. And yeah, it'd be incredible to have that on the women's side because then we could actually learn, you know, instead of just calling them the goat or the legend, whatever, you know, we can actually understand what made them so special in the first place. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, which, speaking of the goat, we will be doing a, another version of our goat debate, and this time I'm not holding back. I'm going to explain to everybody, every listener, why Simone Augustus is the goat of the WNBA. Oh. I hope Sue Bird will come on so I can debate her and she can make me look like a fool. Um, but I think I'll hold my own. Uh, talk to me though about, and, and we've kind of been touching on it a lot throughout this episode. Uh, but before we wrap up, I just want to talk about what having the women in this game does not only for the visibility but just for i don't i don't know what the right term is but just talk to me about what it does what it what's it a symbol of uh finally having the WNBA in 2k it's freaking dope it's just cool like so many people pick up this game and learn so much about it from the very beginning and now this actually gives people an opportunity to open up the league and unpack what's in it, who's in it, uh, you know, um, really start to understand a league that they might want to jump into. Cause I've had so many people, I mean, I've only covered the league for like a little over four years now. And I've had so many people DM me and be like, how, like, how can I just jump in? Who should I root for? Uh, what have I missed? What's happening right now? Who's good? Who's bad? And the video game answers a lot of that, a lot of those questions and it'll, get people to actually care about players because I don't know, maybe they use Diana to kick the shit out of one of their friends on it. I don't know, but it's just something that happens because right now we have no basketball. We are bored out of our minds. We're trying to get the closest thing to the sport as we can. And the video game is the best answer. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, hearing you say that I was having like mental flashes of playing FIFA and I know nothing about any of these teams, but I will tell you there's a variety of, you know, national teams that I like because of their style of play. There's a variety of players that I've become a fan of because I played with them one time and I was like, oh crap, this guy's super fast and makes my shots look good. So I'm a huge, and and I just think that, you know, we talk often for people who cover the league about how there's a lack of exposure. And this is just such a great way to get exposure, whether or not, you know, it's completely accurate, it's completely perfect, just the ability for somebody even like when the game's loading and you see the logos of all the teams and you see the WNBA logo the amount that that does to grow the game I don't think we can really you know quantify but I I just think it's amazing and and it's exciting um so I'm hoping they do more in 20 in uh, 2k21 I've I've heard some rumblings uh I'm not gonna you know break any news here on it because I'm not running 2k but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about it, and I, and I hope that in the future we get some of the things. Just to uh, real quickly, I believe you had a list. Can I, can I read the list of your uh, six requests for the yeah. future of 2K? Let's do it. All right. Uh, the ability to create female basketball players. Yep. The WNBA Dynasty GM mode that goes past one season. I really, I, I think that might be the top of my list for me because like you were saying, having the ability to grow it is uh, and to like play five seasons down the road and have greats retire and bring in new one, but I'm rambling now. Uh, the ability to edit and create players. You want to be 
Paige, who, by the way, shout out to Minnesota right there. You want to be Paige, goddammit. Um, an enhanced GM mode trains, trade system letting me trade scrubs for an all-star. Uh, you know, Odyssey Sims for Natasha Cloud isn't a great example of scrub for an all-star, but it's a great example of a trade that would never, ever happen um, and you're able to do. Uh, a contract system that matches the newly signed CBA. Let me negotiate, damn it. And number six, the WNBA coaches added to the game. I think that's a huge one. Um, it's just, it's so funny when you see some of the faces. Uh, as someone who covers the league and you see like at a ha- at a timeout or a halftime, whatever, and you see the coach talking to the players and you're just like giggling, like, who is that person? You could at least like, if it's a male or female head coach, you could at least like put a, the same you know what I'm talking about? Like you could at least do that, right? Uh, whatever. It's yeah. It's ridiculous. And anything that you know, since you've published uh, this uh, this article, this newsletter, anything else that's popped into your head that you want to add? Uh, I think I hit I hit the the uh, the crux of it in that. Uh, but yeah, it's just you know, it, it's fun. It's fun for a short period of time, and it's definitely a start, but. Uh, I think I was just disappointed because there's such an opportunity right now for growth and it just, it sucks that, that we can't, we can't see it right now. Yeah. Hey, I agree with you. And like we always say, we believe the players, the W and its community deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect that men's sports receive on a daily basis. Please consider joining our Patreon community to help support us and the hard work that we do.